Hey, this is Aaron Gordon. This is Evan Fournier. This is Jonathan Isaac. This is Mo Bamba. Need a new sports podcast? Check out what's new with the Orlando Magic Pod Squad. The host of characters give you a behind-the-scenes look at Magic Basketball. The Magic Pod Squad has you covered. Subscribe and rate on iTunes and the Google Play Store today. Bamba, he'll take it right to the hole and scores over Kelly Olenek. Right by Olenek. Left him standing there like he had nails in his sneakers. 86-81. Block shot, Bamba. Taking it inside Richardson. That ball blocked out of bounds, and the crowd loves that. It all started with Bamba's block earlier. Jaron Grant, baseline right, jumper not going to go. The rebound, Mo Bamba, he'll stick it down and in. Magically by seven. Hey, Mr. Newman, I get to do this 81 more times. <laughs> I can't complain. <laughs> wow, and with that, we welcome you to the latest edition of Orlando Magic Pod Squad. Great to be with you, Dante Marcatelli, George Galante, David Steele and Jeff Turner, Dennis Newman and Richie Adubato on the call. I've not quite heard it put nails in your sneakers, but I, I think we know exactly what he was going for. How much did you guys enjoy opening night? Everything that went into it. You guys had the wristbands going. You were all lit up like everybody else. And and the theatrics, the thrilling finish, and, and getting the win on opening night, guys. Well, we've been around a lot of opening nights, David Steele. And that, that was one of the better... Mm-hmm. Better opening nights with right? the presentation to start, the tribute to Mr. DeVos, the introductions with the wristbands that Dante mentioned and everything. Uh, no, David and I did not have wristbands. We did not. You didn't no. have one of those? No, we I didn't. Did I didn't know how those worked until after the game. I <laughs> didn't want no, somebody I, controlling. I didn't you know, understand. Like a, yeah. yeah, they'd be tracking. I didn't me. understand <laughs> that uh, someone. <laughs> so in the you building. turned it down, Jeff. You just didn't want to have it. No, he didn't. We didn't have. We one. Oh, you didn't have, have it at all. Yeah. Did you have one? I did not have one. Either. No, I also, I also did not have one on. <laughs> but that was very cool. <laughs> what a neat concept, though, right? I love. I it. bet your grandkids loved that. Didn't they, they did. They did. They were. They were all about it. They, uh, they, uh, they, they, they wanted to take them home. They, you know, and their parents had to explain to them that those don't work outside of the building. Right. You know, it's just a piece of plastic. If you get it out of here. Which is really a cool concept. Yeah, I liked it too. Uh, they have. There's something Big Brotherish about. That you uh, don't like that, right? That that bothers me a little. Like Jeff said, someone <laughs> yeah. controlling my wristband. What else can they control? That's can true. Can they get inside? You know, through that wrist, can they get inside of your your body <laughs> is that, somehow? Is that where your mind goes when they yeah, give absolutely. away those bracelets? <laughs> Somebody's going to be monitoring me. There's some guy, you know, with his fingers together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got David Steele now. I, I got David Steele. his brain. Well, George which is saw it. Not at, an easy thing to do. George saw it at a Taylor Swift concert, and he brought that. <laughs> really? And he brought that concept no, back to us. I've seen it at a Coldplay concert, but I have not seen it at. T- but you know, last night, so I just watched. Well, and let everybody know in case anybody missed it. Oh. What 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 was the bracelet yeah. thing? Oh, the everybody had the bracelets on, and I guess they were uh, being. I didn't know they were being controlled upstairs either until the game was going on. But any time, you know, during if you watch the intro, I mean, it was just lights everywhere and they right. changed colors and they went to the music and they went to the beat and they were all synchronized. And then during the game, they, you know, if we made a great play, they started flashing or if you made, you know, just was, it was very cool. Yeah. I, it was very, uh, during the national anthem, they turned red, white, and blue. I thought it was awesome. What's the cost on that? I mean, is that something you can bring? Seven trillion dollars. <laughs> million. How many? That's, can you bring that, that back? That was a priceless, David. Priceless. I, that was a priceless. Do you, I hope, do you bring it back? Or I hope you can. Is it only a special occasion type I, of deal? Or? I was explaining it to my, because my kids didn't, my family didn't get to go last night, and I was explaining to the kids this morning about the bracelets, right. and the first question that Jim had, my son, my youngest son, said, 
wow, is that going to be every game? Are we going to get to do that? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I hope so. I don't think so. They're going to recycle. You had to return the bracelets when you I left. So they're so. going to recycle. So they will plan to use them again. But I don't know how your grandkids were, but my daughters were there and they just kept watching. They just kept, they yeah. didn't take their eye off the bracelet and wanted to see what was going to light up again. It's cool. How many people do you think took them home? With, you know, they, they didn't really 2,000. Uh, I was going to say 2,000. Out of, yeah. of 19,000, yeah. probably yeah. more than 2,000. Yeah, there's two on my counter. <laughs> So somebody's going to be tracking me. So I so that with the whole presentation last night and with Miss you know the ceremony for Mr. DeVos ahead right. of time. Now while that was going on, I just rewatched it because I didn't get to see a lot of the beginning part because I was trying to get the players pushed back and and separated where they needed to go. Well, what I didn't realize as I'm watching the broadcast, I watched the first ten minutes. <laughs> They show the close-up, right, of Mr. DeVos's seat and the flat and You're Mrs. Right. DeVos's seat, and I am frantically in the background, like as they're getting ready to do the moment of silence. I'm looking very panicked because I can't. There was supposed to be a marketing person there to take the players to where you know the stage or whatever they were doing behind the basket. And there was no, I couldn't find her. <laughs> oh, no. no. And we've all, and we've all seen George's panic-stricken look. <laughs> yes. we've all, yeah. we've all, it's one of my favorites. If you rewatch it at noon today on, on Fox Sports Florida, I'm sure you're going to see it. Cause it i got to see that. It was, not, it was not pretty. I think well, the line pretty. of the night on the intros, they were showing all the, the coaching staff and, and all that, and it was... We got nineteen thousand choreographed blinking lights, and I can't get a light on the players being introduced. <laughs> that was me. They went right down the line of the coaches, and there's no light on the faces. How does that happen? How much pressure's on the guy? You got ownership there. You got nineteen thousand people there. You you're making quite a spectacle. You're on TV for all those things to work. In, in, a lot of moving parts, right? A lot of moving parts, like they were last night. But you get the wind. Be honest. What did you got? What were you guys' thoughts there down the stretch? You win 104-101, the NBA debut of Mo Bamba. We heard some of his plays, uh, 13 points, which George alluded to is, is what, the most ever? I was looking into it last night after the game. It turns out that the 13 points that Mo Bamba scored last night is the most ever for a Magic rookie in their NBA debut. You sure about that? I'm. What did Shaq I, score? I, Shaq, Shaq scored 12. Oh my. Penny scored 12. Dwight Howard amazing? scored 10. Jameer Nelson scored zero. Like I went through Mike every Miller. 10 or 12. I, 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 Gerald you know Sasser. The fun, no, I didn't look him up. Okay. But the funny thing is, I is have, that amazing? I have the list. I actually left it in the car. I actually came with notes today, and they're in the car. Oh, I well, had well all, done. I had, <laughs> what figures it fits right in? Nobody. So I checked it on Basketball <laughs> Reference. It's that kind of attention go, to detail, George. <laughs> well, you can go on Basketball Reference. You can look up anybody's NBA debut, and you punch all the codes in. And I put 13 or more points in, and nobody came up. And I'm like, that can't be right. Yeah. So I went back and looked at Dwight. And Shaq and Penny first, and neither of them had, and all of them had, none of them had thirteen. That's staggering. So that's when I checked with Sports Radar, and they confirmed it. You know last what this night. sounds like, right? This, this sounds like David Steele is is doing a deep dive down the rabbit hole yeah. to come up with an "Is this anything?" Yeah, yeah. where that's would the I way go with it that? Now. I mean, here it is; it's out there now. Yeah. I, right. So I can't use that. Well, only the four people oh, you that can, listen to the podcast. And, and I'll just give credit <laughs> to George Galante. Yeah. Like you killed me last yeah, night. Thanks, I appreciate you that. You absolutely killed me last night with that exchange. <laughs> that "Is this anything?" exchange, <laughs> especially David's response. I didn't think it was anything, what and was I that? threw it out there, <laughs> and then I got a a bell. Yeah, you did. You got that's a because they talked me into using that. Yeah. yeah, you know, you understand that, right? Yeah, that's how that works. Yeah, so, well, you're yeah. never going to get a buzzer when it's our guys, when it's something positive about our guys. I feel like, 
That's true. On is this anything? That, that's but that's. We, that's we, but really, Dante I, and George, probably, you probably didn't get to hear it and everything. But it just wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, David Steele yeah. worthy. I got right? you. I got you. I mean, we I'm can give back. David. I, a, we can give David a buzzer when he goes and he dives, and it really isn't anything. Right, right. But, but he really didn't you know, dive, is what you're saying. Well, it just came right out of your game notes, you know. So, <laughs> so if you not take, that not that you're not diving for the game notes. Right, but, right, right, right. It's got to be a deeper dive than the game notes. Got to be a deeper. You got to. I, do I can appreciate something. That. Something on his well, own is the, what he no takes right to the game notes. No offense, all these are in the game notes for tomorrow for Friday night's game against Charlotte. Just see well, they should be. I listed all of the prominent. Rookies, but I, listen, got, I got one for Fry for the Charlotte game. That um, I got a couple, but I got a good one. It's a you know more more in line with the spirit of is this anything? Oh, okay. good. good, I like that. And, I then, like and that. then Saturday in Philly, I got two great ones just on hold. For oh, I like that. I like that. But you know what else I like on I liked on the broadcast the uh, ma- the mystery. What was it called? Oh, yeah. oh the magic mystery. Man. That was good. That. You guys like that? I'm a huge I fan did. of that. Yeah, I, I obviously, like obviously, we got to give less clues. We got to give less clues because I think you guys got that pretty easy. So we got to find a way to make it a little harder on you guys. Oh, I thought it was hard. You did. So, so I, mean, I think. So initially, I think. I, it took me till after I after you guys came back the second time. I got it after the second time, and when I saw it the first time, it took me a minute to okay to process. JT and I looked at each other immediately, and, we and said, you knew what was the giveaway yeah, for you? South Florida connection. First, first clue. 2000 magic draft. Well, pick. yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah well, you guys would know that. Yep. Yeah. yeah. There's well, no and question. And in the South Florida thing, we don't. We haven't had yeah. a lot and of he guys for the from heat. South Florida. I think. Right? I think it yeah. said he played True. for the Heat. And, and his the name magic. rhamed with Mooling. <laughs> that was Man, a that, that, that was a right <laughs> Plus, we showed his face. Should we have done that? Should we have done that? I think Friday's clue is going to be this guy played three years. And you guys can kind of choose. Put his profile. Chew on black. You know, black profile. Chew on that for a little bit. I like that. Listen, not to beleaguer opening night because uh, by the time people listen to this we'll probably have played one or ten games already by then but or Christmas your thoughts on on the feeling leaving that or exactly <laughs> or Christmas Valentine's the Day, three maybe. people that listen we don't we don't want to be harping on opening night but right. um, your thoughts on just the, the importance of getting that win and did you did you feel that that one was going to get away well, I did. We, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was felt, terrified. I, think I was David terrified. David and I, we kind of we we knew Miami was going to make a run sure. because that's you know it, it, I was at shoot around and well, well we all were at shoot around but you know I think even Cliff addressed it, addressed that uh, in shoot around. Here's what they're going to do at the end of games. Yeah, and it all played out. They were ready for it. They didn't adjust quick enough at times. I thought with the changing defenses. But a lot of that was the young guys, I think, that were on the floor. Um, somebody asked me last night, why did they take Mo Bamba off the floor and put Vooch back in? Because he was exhausted. Yeah, he was yeah. exhausted. Yeah, right. And they were forcing him to make very quick decisions. And I think Cliff just trusted a veteran uh, down the stretch. But I, I, I really liked the way they battled the entire game. I, I think the key for this team this year, and I realize it's just one game, sure. but uh, – They've got to form an identity. They've got to come up with something. And if what we saw last night, the, the, the battling, the competitiveness, I love the energy on the bench. I mean, how many times point, through right? the years has a big play happened and we've seen nobody stand up on the bench? Unfortunately, really, a lot the last really six years. Really yeah. pulling for each Or even a reaction of any yes. kind. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. Yeah. No, that was very good last night. This team, or the early indications, you know, basically this is my impressions from training camp, preseason, and one game. But this is a team that likes each other, that's pulling for each other. That'll go a long that way. Was good. Yeah. You know what else I noticed, uh, and I think everybody pretty much knows, Eric Spolstra is a really good coach. I think he may be he, the best. He's one of the best in the NBA. Yep. And he made that adjustment late with three minutes to go. He, you know, he just 
he just threw the thing into chaos. He, you know, they he trapped yeah. and uh, uh, went zone first, and then he trapped and spread the magic out and made him make you know smart decisions against great pressure. So he, he's a great coach. But I think we saw a great coach on the magic side, mm-hmm. too. He did some really good things last night, too. One thing was he held on to that last timeout. Did mm-hmm. you notice we had a timeout to use? Yeah. Good point. To get the ball That's inbounds exactly right. when yes, we I had did. to get an inbounds? Yes, he I did. He could have taken that last timeout three or four the, times earlier no when our players were kind of in a panic mode, but he held on to it, you know, and it, the gamble paid off, and he needed that timeout at that point. That could have been a crucial mistake right there not to have a timeout. So and I, know, I give I Steve agree. a lot of credit. And too. you know what's interesting about that? So George and I were standing on the baseline, and the coaches always do a great job of telling everyone if you have a timeout or not. Going into that last inbounds play, it was loud, and I don't think Isaac heard it. As the ref handed the ball, he looked over to Cliff and yelled, do we have a timeout? Do we have a timeout? I just thought that awareness, making that quite, not assuming we had one or didn't have one, he knew. He got the confirmation, and then he knew he kind of had five seconds to play with, and he, and, he, and he called the timeout. That was pretty sharp on his part. I thought so. That in that incredible defensive play there at the end of the game, I, I thought which it was... I didn't uh, see. But, oh, even if... Uh, uh, <laughs> he's well, dealing with, you're dealing with fans, fans and standing up next yeah, to it for six years in this yeah. building. That's hard. That's hard. You know... Uh, <laughs> That's so it's other, great to have fans that are standing up at the that's end of a game. Valid. That's valid. <laughs> Even if Josh Richardson didn't step out of bounds, he was about to give that ball There's away. Nowhere there was for him nowhere to go. for him, for him to go. go. Yeah. I, Isaac played that beautifully on but the baseline. But two things there. that aren't going to show up on the box score was his defense forcing that baseline, and then he gets called for the whistle on that Olenek play. But which I, was I, trash. I don't know that he fouled Kelly Olenek. I thought his length, I thought he got there in time. It was trash. Which was unfair. But, but You know, but, I, I thought... When you initially or look, trash when, or trash. When you look back at that like three minute stretch where kind of you know things felt dire, <laughs> you know, to, mm-hmm. just because you go, oh gosh, here we go again. The call on Nick Vucevic, the offensive Ooh, foul the call, yeah, was was of sick. I mean, it was that was trash too. By the way, sure, sure. Um, <laughs> sure. But like that was a big, t- you know, if that. Oh, that if gave that, the Heat hope. Well, yeah, if, yeah, if, if, if that would have been the correct. It's a ten point call game. in our in our opinion, right? That that pushes the lead back to ten. We were two minutes to right. go. You're not in that situation. Right. That whole call that was big completely flipped everything around. Um, you know, and then we didn't do any ourselves any favors, like with the jump ball, not keeping the guy. You know, keeping Dragic and those guys off, and him right. like our, you know, we tapped it back to our own right. basket, turned into a fast break layup, and then you miss. 11, 12 free throws 12 free during throws. the night, too. That, that doesn't was help you either. So Four in the final minute. But luckily, minute. those are all, you know, with the exception of the call, like, those are all things that can be corrected, yeah. you know. So that, that's a good sign. Like, there's so many things that can be corrected, right. and you still won the game. Mm-hmm. That's a That's got to be pleasing to the coaches. You know, it's interesting. A lot of people don't think, but, uh, like, a jump ball is something you should practice, and, and, you, and you do, right, and you talk about those things. So I guarantee you that will be part of the film uh, study today is okay. We get in this situation again. Everybody should know Vooch is tapping backwards, right? right? I mean that right. you got to know where he's going, so you've got to position yourself so that Dragic made a great play. He anticipated where the mm-hmm. ball was going. You got to be between him and the ball. It's almost like boxing out. Now, were you surprised on that play that, like you know, on a normal opening tip off at center court, there's always, and if you're going to tap it back, yeah, there's always a the point guard is typically yeah, at the free right. throw. Were you surprised there was no? If that's what we were going to do, were you surprised there that we weren't just set up for a normal, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. opening tap back? Opening tap back right. I, you know, yeah. And they let us. To, they let us have that inside possession with two guys right there. But then they, maybe that was the plan. Or just maybe we, steal it. Or maybe they not. should have just done a better job of 
sealing those guys yeah, you have off. your responsibility there was sure. somebody fell asleep right. I, I don't remember who was near dragic but well and remember it was a second effort right so vooch yeah. had to go yeah. back and a guy's kind of oh, your tendency is to go, go in forward. to kind of go yeah. in to get it and he was able that's to that's true to slip through but what was different with with last night what was different do you think about this team's togetherness defensive effort that that might be a theme throughout the year what, what did did you see guys tied together? Did you see guys? Yeah, seemed to me to so. be a, a tremendous amount of effort uh, on the defensive end. Well, I think end. the continued effort. You know, the fact that uh, you know that one effort, two efforts, three efforts weren't going to be enough to win the game because Miami makes you fight for every point you score, and they they make you fight on every possession. If you don't, then you lose. You know, right. because they're not going to quit. They're going to keep coming at you. So I think to me, just the fact that the effort sustained for forty eight minutes was impressive. Now, whether you can do that. You know, 81 more nights, that's the question. Right. But but like Jeff said just a moment ago, I, or I really like where a team seems to be as far as being tied together as a unit and how focused they seem to be and how responsive they are to Steve Clifford's coaching and teaching. Um, it gives us a lot of hope for sure. And Cliff's been preaching that the whole camp, you know, spirit, togetherness. Yeah. And, and that's been a very common theme from day number one. Now, there's been no adversity yet, and there's been no injury. Right. So, you know, we're one game in, but... Thanks, it was Grim Reaper. Great. It was great last night. <laughs> we got Thanks. Thanks for reminding us about that. Uh, we've had well, a couple the challenge, of challenges, isn't it? You're yeah, right. Sure. No, you're right. Yeah. Oh, you're what right. Hap- what happens when we have that first three-game losing streak? Because yeah. it's gonna, it's you know going it's to happen. Coming, and you know, yeah. injuries will come. Right. Or, or even as, as as Steve Clifford said in pre-game and in his post-game remarks to the team, which were very good, by the way, is okay. You know, it, we can't celebrate really. You yeah. can't celebrate too long. It's now how do you respond to this? Right. Are you are you just happy you won this game? Or now what are we going to do? How are we going to prepare? We're going to come in. We're going to watch film. We're going to look at what we did well and what we did poorly. And then we're going to fix those. We're going to continue to grow. I, that's a great mindset, I think, because it is a long season. You know what I thought was a cool mindset, too? First of all, that Mo Bamba block, I, I, I think it might have been the loudest I've heard that building. It was, certainly it in quite loud. some time. There were there were stretches where that building got incredibly loud, right? But I but he said post game, Mo he goes, I was mad at myself first because I, I knocked it, I swatted the ball out of bounds. He's like, My goal is to always deflect a shot, keep it in bounds so my team can get it and go the other go the other direction. I you have to be he's gonna take his lumps this year. He's gonna make mistakes and he get pushed around at times. But he's going to make big plays like he did last night, and and the way he thinks the game, I think, is pretty impressive. Yeah, that was great. I mean, personally, I had no problem with swatting it out of bounds. Yeah, sometimes I yeah. think, okay. Sometimes you, do, I think you do that to make a statement. Sure, right? you know what I mean. Like, sure, you get guys thinking. You know, like, uh, oh man, because it was so impressive. Right. The way he closed on that and what he did with it. So and I the mean, crowd I, response yeah. was uh, yeah was energizing yeah I, I yeah. but i understand where he's going i mean if you can a really good shot blocker keeps it in bounds and tip you know can tap it to a teammate and everything but yeah i think you're right i think um you know david and i were talking about it. he after the game he's a gamer right yeah, like yeah. there are certain guys yes. like you watch him good in point. practice good point right said that and to you're you, like yeah you did you did yeah, you know yeah he's but he's got a long way to go and yeah, everything but needs, then, you know maybe not as energetic as yeah. you'd like in practice and then the game starts and oh my and it, <laughs> He, he's no, that guy. No, yeah. he's guy. definitely that. You said I said that. it You're... to Dante and to Joel Glass yeah. last night. I said he's twenty times better yep. when the lights are on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When the lights I, are on, you've never. I mean, he's good in practice, yeah. but he's not like he's not like that. No, yeah. he's not like that. He's a, he's a completely different player. Have you seen that? Jeff? Is that is that some guys perform that way? They oh, they yeah. they'll go through a practice. They're there. Yeah. They're engaged. But when the lights come on, that you get the best. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I've seen a lot of guys. My my the guy that I you know people say and 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 it doesn't mean that you're not a hard worker sure, right, in right. practice, but you're just kind of going through doing your work and everything. And then when you get to the game, then like wow, the lights are on and you just make big plays. I, like when I played here, I thought Horace Grant was like that. Like you know, in practice, Horace was not a guy that loved Good. practice, great, right? That's a great analogy. That's a great and, analogy. And, but when the game was on, man, Horace was doing everything, making big play after big play, getting big rebounds, defensive stops. Um, but he was a pro, you know. He had, he had been around a while. The thing of Mo is so young to right. be able to do it. It's incredible. And he was swearing last night. He was not nervous I, at right. all. He, he he even said, I, "We I know he interviewed with you guys post game, yeah. and then we were walking back to the locker room, and he goes." Why does everybody just assume that I would be nervous tonight? And I go, well, it's your first game. And he goes, but George, I don't understand. He goes, I really, he goes, I honestly, I'm not joking. He's like, I really wasn't nervous. He goes, I was excited to play. He goes, but we've been, we've been together playing for a month. He's like, I'm ready to go. Like, I want to play. He's like, I wasn't nervous at all, which I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I think there's a, yeah, it's, it's, there's a positive nervousness, I think, the butterflies right. that you get and everything. I just remember on the in, the introductions when they introduced him and the crowd cheered, that smile yeah. on his face. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he was he, he was, was excited. Yeah. Yeah. So people are infatuated with that guy. And we, I know we gotta go along slowly yeah. with him and, and bring him along, but aren't you guys kind of impressed with the people that seem to be drawn to people seem to be drawn to that guy. And you're probably getting national requests. From Obama, there seems to be a lot of infatuation. He's practicing with Shaq. I mean, there seems to be a lot of people drawn to Obama. Yeah, I mean, George, you could probably speak to that, but he does have that magnetic personality that, um, you know, I think Shaq had it, and Dwight was a magnetic type of guy. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. he drew people were drawn to his personality, and Bamba's got that that whatever that is that it factor. That's you know, what I was going to. Yeah, I was going to say he has a lot of the same characteristics. Positively, sure. that that Dwight had, where it's just yep. a, a positive person to be around, and and he, yeah, he's, there's something there, and you can't really quantify, you can't really quantify, it, but it's 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 there's definitely something there with him. Did it feel good to be back in the saddle? Did it feel oh, yeah. good to be doing games again? This is what we love to do. We've been off yes. for a while. How, yes. how good did it feel to be back at it? Well, it felt great. It felt great to see the team come out and respond like they did. Right. That was that really made it an enjoyable night for us as broadcasters. Not that it's not always enjoyable, but um, you know, it just really was uh, was a special night. Like you guys said, it was one of the it was one of the more energetic opening nights that I can recall. It was uh, the, the 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 environment was electric. I think that's that's probably the best environment we've seen in the Amway Center in five or six. Yeah, maybe I since would. the you know the when it first opened in 2010. Well, um, but don't you was, guys? It was great. You guys agree though that when you get a game like that, well, I was. Maybe I got probably got this from David. I've given everything from David. All any wisdom in broadcasting. Oh, but, all of us, absolutely. Um, good teams, great games make better broadcasters, right? <laughs> well, that's no, that's, that's the thing. Is, yeah, sure, sure. Great teams make great announcers. <laughs> right. That's right. That's <laughs> not so, always the case, but yeah, there's some truth to that. Truth because to with that. the energy in the building as a broadcaster, it's you know you, you you have energy, right? It's just like as a player when there was energy in the building. I, you felt like you had better energy as a player. You didn't have yeah, to manufacture sure. it. We've been doing a lot of manufacturing here oh. the last couple of years. <laughs> we have our own manufacturing company. <laughs> we, we've been doing some. You know what's interesting, too? So I'm a Red Sox fan, so I have the exhilaration of that opening night. Then I go back and, and watch my Red Sox take a 3-1 lead uh, on the Astros, and, and who knows how that's going to play out. But the radio broadcaster for the Astros, I don't know if you saw for the Red Sox, I don't know if you saw 
how that game ended. Uh, but a diving catch by Andrew Benintendi in left field for the for the Red Sox to grab the win. The radio broadcaster for the Red Sox fell out of his chair. He got so wow. excited, he literally fell onto the floor in his excitement. You hear the bang and all that. By the, by the radio, do you mean yourself? <laughs> I mean do you really mean you? Have you guys done that? Have you allowed yourself, David, in, in your career never to, to, out of my chair. to lose it like that? No. Have you allowed? I, I've raised you know the the you know the rear end off the seat a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah but never fallen out. Can you do that on on TV down there in the front row? Have you stood up? You found yourself getting into it yeah, that there's, much? There's no the, way. There's no way. There, where could you fall? Yeah, there's no place. <laughs> Our broadcast position. No You're in there, man. Fall right into Jeff. JT's packed right in there. Yeah, we might as well be in a uh, straight jacket. The way we're <laughs> it is tight quarters. Yeah, that's true. It that's true. Quarters over well, here. so Friday night we we play again. James Borrego back in the building. Cliff against his his former team, and then our first road trip. Uh, you're, you're not on this one, George. Are no, you? I'm not. Nope. Man, this is a good one. Philly and it Boston. That's a couple of good cities with the day off in Boston, right? Oh, you're loving that, aren't you? Oh, man. What are we going to do? Are you a little north end? <laughs> what, sail are not, off? what are you not going to do? Sail off. If it goes game seven, if it goes seven say, games. Are the Red Sox possibly uh, in play there? Game seven would be Sunday. Wow. Our in day Boston. off in Boston. Wow. If it goes seven. Well, you know, too, it, when we go to Milwaukee the week after. And if after, we keep pitching Kimbrel, it'll go seven. <laughs> if we go to Milwaukee the week after and Milwaukee comes back to beat the Dodgers, that we're, I think it's game three or four of the World Series is Correct. that Friday night when we're there. Wow. So we got no shit we're going to have to work at that. Yeah, <laughs> kind of pulling for Milwaukee. I know. I know, yeah. Do we know how many people are going to be traveling? We got a little taste in the in the preseason. Do we know what the, the flight situation is going to look like? That's how many people it, are coming? That's what it's going to look like. I think that's your oh, okay. crew minus, you know, maybe Stan Heath. I don't know if Stan's still going to be traveling gotcha. at that point, but it's the same crew. They're really good to us. I feel like we're going to be doubling up at some point, right? Yeah, but there's they no were, question. Right. Great, great line from Magic History. Double up, broadcasters. <laughs> That's coming. That is coming. Yeah. Well, you guys used to be. It's great now. Everyone's got their own seat. Then you got an empty seat next to you. But you used to, didn't you guys used to line up on one bench? Yeah, in the back. Smaller, yeah, in the back. A smaller plane. Yeah, smaller. There were two two sofas that you sat across from one sofa sat across the aisle from another. So you lined up. But like a, in, like, like, yeah. a be- <laughs> yeah. like a bench seat, like one long seat. How many? Eight of us. Eight of you, right? I had ten, wasn't it? Was it five was and it five 10? or four? Five and five. And four. And five. We were sitting there. It felt like the it was twenty. We played Scrabble. Yeah, that was, that was oh, good. Oh, okay. And so we would pass the board. We had a little travel Scrabble, and so pass the board around. You pass the board. It was always so just hard to this, do now. But you have no armrest. Are you guys all like literally oh, no. on top no of each other? And no guys real well. You get to you know, get very close. Yeah. Wow, that sounds very uncomfortable. It's always bad when you drop the board or you drop the bag of tiles. That's always bad. We we're pretty good about that. Well, we had the little travel, the yeah. travel board. You know, the pieces kind <laughs> of fit in. down in the. Slot. Yeah, but sometimes. You oh get, yeah. I remember I knocked it over one time, and that was that was, oh, that was not well, good. Probably guys were probably quite, upset. It's quite easy to see. Like you know, I could see although David sat across from me, but whoever was next, I could see their tiles. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it's hard not to, right? You know, that like, made you really good at that, yeah, didn't it? I mean, know what they do you prefer coming. Scrabble, the old board, or do you like Words with Friends? Or have we come a long way? Isn't Words with I Friends so much better? I never got into the Words with Friends. I know Jeff did. Yeah, you did, too, I right? do, too. Yeah, did I really you, enjoy George, that. are you into that? I words was, and then I, I was getting my butt kicked George too much, is terrible so at that I'm game. not very good at that. Dante, I, Dante and I play. We have some good battles. Ty's really good. I don't know. Everybody has someone they can't beat. I can't beat Ty. I can't be cheap. Maybe that's that could be why. That could be why. Did you? There's. Well, you know what I'm upset about. This is what technology. They have a game. You have a board, and then they update everything. They just updated, or at least I did, updated words with friends. (laughs) Yep, right. May have been a while. 
and I just don't like the look of it. Yeah. And then they got all yeah. this stuff and everything. Just leave my game alone. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I just want to play Scrabble, words with friends, and I don't want all these badges. And... So Jeff, I'm thinking, what your what's your favorite game that we <laughs> yeah, play? Yeah, I love on that. the plane because we we started with liars poker. Yes. And uh, then really there was enjoyed that a lot one, of hearts, a lot of spades and hearts. Yeah. But wouldn't hearts, you guys play with spades. the players too? Wouldn't you yeah. be up there with the guys? Yeah, back in the early, I was early a player. Days. That's well, that's true. <laughs> remember that, Dante? Remember, remember Jeff Turner used to play for the play in the NBA. I'm thinking when you were broadcasting, right. but you're right. Yeah. Remember when Skiles taught us euchre? That was Jeff fun. played for I us. Forgotten <laughs> euchre. That was a complicated card game. That I liked it though. That was good. Yeah. So that's five games we play: hearts, yeah. spades, liars, poker, and Scrabble. Can you think of another game that's ever been played? Liars Poker was pretty good. That I, was, I think that that was, was first year Bob Weiss came in and taught us that game, and we'd play it on the bus, and it's pretty good. Money would would you would money be involved uh, yeah, or very small, very yeah. small, very small, just yeah. to, just something, to, just enough to a dollar keep yeah. you keep lose count. a dollar. Yeah. Will you guys go? Do you miss that? Should we bring the card games back? I, I've never been a card player myself, but we can do that. We can revisit that. So I know lot, JD lot would trash be trash talking in uh, Liars Poker. You know, just kind of fun. We'd have to make sure our seating arrangements are. Uh, I don't we know how we could do it. We might get too loud, though. We might get too loud. It might we be too much. Sure. Okay, yeah. no, that's true. We don't want that, right? We don't. No, we don't, want, no, we don't want that. <laughs> don't ever want that to happen. <laughs> no, it's a good point. Well, we're looking forward to getting back out here on the road, and and I think that'll be a lot of fun. And I think one one big piece of information that came out of our first podcast was coach. And I think a lot of the feedback that I got oh, was, really? yeah, people are very they interested. And I think they love, they feel like they've got a little bit of insight, and, and they now feel they know you a little mm-hmm. bit better. Mm-hmm. And the ones that have dogs can relate, certainly the ones that have small dogs. <laughs> I feel dogs. like that's boring for a lot of people. No, it's, oh, it's oh, not. Oh, they about that that dog. That's only because it's your dog. People that love dogs are obsessed with dogs. Yeah, that's true. I don't love other people's dogs. I like my dogs, but right. I don't care about anybody else's animals. But no. people do. And they want to know what Coach has been doing the last two weeks. Well, I took him to a dog park for the first time. <laughs> See, that's how, fascinating. How was that? That was good. He's, you know, he's so friendly. He loves everybody. Yeah. So he, you know, he's the only one in the park that's running up to people and jumping on them. He wants people to, mm-hmm. to say hi to him. So he's just, uh, he's such a great See, I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like a, someone else's dog jumping on me. But people know, do, right? People do. But they like it because like he's that. so friendly. He just, you know, yeah. it's a quick jump and they pet him and then he runs off. Oh, he's that's just great. real friendly. Well, how did he uh, do with other awesome. dogs? He did great, but okay. there was one, the second time I went, there was a German Shepherd didn't didn't like him. Yeah. Oh, man. Went after him and um, scared him, charged him. So that, you know, that, that, that freaked me out, freaked him out a little sure. bit. Sure. So. I'm not sure about dog parks now. I've got to be very careful. We used to take we used to take, take Shay to the dog park too, yeah. and uh, yes, yeah, but she's the same way. Like she just wants to jump on people, and, gotcha. I, and she's a little bigger dog, so she tends to knock some people. Do you take that over. personal? Somebody's dog comes after no, your dog? No, no, I just you know you just have to like make defensive. Sure you get, oh, okay, no, if they're standing there and they grab the dog and get the dog out, that's fine. I, I would take it. You know, I would not like it if they if people weren't paying attention and a dog was attacking your your dog. Sure, sure. You know, you're you're in the middle of it. Yeah. Right. These 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 people were very conscientious and they removed their dog from the park. But I'm not sure. Yeah. I used should to we take, go back? I used to take. Yeah, it again. yeah. Go again. Yeah, you got to go again. I think you yeah, should go back. Yeah. Try it one more time. I used Did, to take my uh, Jack, the Jack Russell Terrier, very unique name. Uh, we used to take him to the dog park, and I had to leave because he was the bully. He he didn't like. He didn't like other dogs and everything, and he would be the one chasing. He was the bad one. He was, was the, the bad guy, guy so I had to, uh, I had yeah. to take him away. <laughs> well, do you, you, he was, but, a, but he you had that awareness. Dog, but he thought he was really big, gotcha. right? you know? Jack and so was, Jack German, was a cool dog. German Shepherds yeah. and everything didn't bother him. He just yeah, Now, that's right supposed to wear him out. Yeah. So I thought I would take him, and you know he'd run, he'd run, he'd run, and then he'd be worn out. He was, like, more energized when yeah. we got home. Oh, really? Oh, backfired. Yeah, yeah backfired. 
Interesting. So, the whole dog park thing, I'm not sure. Of. Well, we yeah, always have well. that theory, too. If we go to take Shay for a walk and we'll go an extra couple laps and thinking, okay, this is going to wear her out. Because sometimes it, at night, it's like 8, 30, 9 o'clock at night, all of a sudden she wants to play, like play hard. And we're like, oh, we'll take her for an extra walk. She'll be tired later. And it doesn't do, and yeah, it doesn't something. do anything. It's like, really? like you said, you've it's got, like you've got a puppy too, right? Well, she's one and a half. Is she still a puppy? Yeah, I think. She but a bigger like dog, right? Great. You said she's like a golden a retriever. Golden retriever yeah. But like, so she's, I mean, she's just ready to go no matter right. what. Like, and if and if you go for more exercise, she's more ready to go. Do you, have you got any requests for pictures of Coach or anything? Yes. Should we, people should want we to see Coach. Should we post a picture Pe- of Coach on the pod squad? People want it. Yes. How do we yeah. do that? Let's do that. We're going to post a picture <laughs> of a Coach. Guy. And I he think I think what guy. people are going to want to see is David physically at with, a dog park with Coach. With coach. I think oh, yeah, that's going to emerge from this. I don't have one of those. And I'll I think what, like I think that. about Aaron, there's a generation of people coming up that don't want to interact. And our producer, Aaron Berlin. <laughs> Has like has a couple of dogs and just wants to be left alone with his dogs and yeah. go to the park. Do you have to interact and engage with other dog owners, or is it understood you can no, kind of no, come I, and go? I, you know, no, I talk to people. You know, yeah. I, I like David I enjoy. Sure. I like. No, you like that absolutely. <laughs> or you Jeff like Weltman, that. However you want to say, could be anything. <laughs> could be. Or could, right. be Jeff could be Jeff whatever Weltman. he wants. Right. Defensive coach is really bad. Then he's Jeff Weltman. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Right. Right. So you're there. You're engaged. You ever take absolutely. him to the farmers market? You could do. No, I haven't done that yet. Um but take him to my grandkids, uh, grandsons play soccer. Um, Ooh, oh, that's got to be a good time. Four-year-old and a six-year-old. They're, they're on a, a soccer team. And uh, take him there, and, you know, kids are all around him, petting him, and he just sits there, and he's very good. Great temper, temperament with kids. Yeah, well, take coach is there. coach is going to be all Sally's for a couple of days <laughs> as, yeah. we, as we get on the all road on and, her and, and head back out. I, I guess the last thing I'd ask you, I mean, you guys you take this wherever you want, but – uh, the, the last takeaway I would have, you look at Aaron Gordon, opening night, right? He has 26 points, 16 rebounds, ties a career high. Uh, wh- what did you think, anything different with AG from opening night uh, that we can, what what, what do you what did you see from Aaron Gordon? What have you seen? What do, what do we think we can be looking for with Aaron Gordon this year? I thought the most, uh, and I think we talked a little bit about this on air, was there was a stretch, you know, um, our second unit came in and did a really good job, and Aaron was a part of that. Uh, he was on the floor with them quite a bit. I thought there was a there was a couple of big plays, one that comes to mind from an energy standpoint. I felt like Aaron raised his level at the end of the first quarter. Um, you remember the play, the missed shot, he got the offensive rebound, got out, got to the three-point right. line, knocked one down made a couple of defensive plays, and really kind of juiced up that second unit. I, and we talked about um, Steve Clifford naming him as one of the, the three captains, along with Nick Vucevic and uh, Evan Fournier. And I think part of that is that responsibility, that, that that's part of your job. And I think he did that last night. That's a leadership thing, leading by example, that now, Aaron, you're, you know, you're the starter in there with the second unit you've got to pick your level up and get them going. And I think he did a really like good that. job of that's, that. That's a good point. And we're um, looking for him to help make his teammates better yeah. on the court, right? He did that in yeah. that opening game. So, yeah, that was that was great. But he for him, I think, on that. and David, you talked about this in the broadcast, for him, I think now it's that, okay, we need that consistency every night from him that we know what we're going to get from Aaron right. Gordon. We had the big game last night. We saw that last year, right, with – the big game against Jersey, you know, 41 points and double-figure rebounds. 
Now, how do you respond to that, right? Are you going to rest on that? Or are you going to come back and continue to battle? We don't, we don't necessarily need to see, what, 26 and 16. Sure but, we do. But, sure we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, well, we'll take it. We but, absolutely do. <laughs> but are you going to follow that up with a single-digit scoring right. night, you know, or are you going to come back? And, you know, I, I just feel like he's got to be that consistent leader every night where we know what we're going to get from and him. And did you feel like he was in, a little more in control yes. last night? Like, I, there was only – Maybe one or two times where I felt like I looked at it and said, "Well, that was a you know that's not a good shot or that." But most for the most part, he was in the flow of the offense and everything. Yeah. You know, he was putting it up a lot. But at that point, you kind of looked at what we had on the floor and felt like, "Okay, he he has to be right. the one putting well, it up." And, and think, he was, and that was a big key. I think you know that he's under control, but I think he has the ability, right? And we saw it a little bit last night when Miami picked up their defense at times, and we couldn't move the basketball. We couldn't get penetration. Aaron was able to create something yeah. uh, off the dribble, you know, a tough step back, knock down jumper, or, you know, get into the post. You know, he can get us something maybe, uh, and that's where he needs to get to, where when things break down, he's a guy that can go get his own shot. You know, it was interesting. I thought Coach Cliff made an, an interesting point, but he, he made the point that most of the best teams in the league the last 10, 15 years have not been good offensive rebounding clubs, which surprises me. You think you, but the league has shifted and, and teams are, you value these extra possessions. And it seems like I, to me, last night or, or opening night, there was a concerted effort. Guys were trying to keep possessions alive. Guys were going out of their way. Is that something we can we can see? How much does that I, help the, the benefit of going after offensive boards? Well, what I understand is that Coach Clifford, uh, you correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff, but he would prefer to make sure you get back right, and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and prevent fast break, easy baskets. Uh, I think he's more, I think, I could be wrong, Jeff, but you've, you've seen a little bit more practice than I have, but his focus is mainly on defensive rebounding more so than offensive rebounding. Now, against Miami in the opener, we had an extraordinary amount of second-chance points right. and offensive rebounds. Right. But I don't know if necessarily that, that, that's, that's going to be a common theme. Do you, Jeff? Well, I, th- I think that we were, we were pretty opportunistic on our offensive rebounding last night, right? It was mobile. Well, there were a lot of opportunities, of, Yeah, sure, sure. Off, yeah, off of missed <laughs> yeah. shots. Because sure. right. yeah, you guarded so well. Right. That's right. That's, and that's, that's true. another that's part true. of it. But I think what you'll see is most of the time there was balance, right? We, we didn't give up. A lot of fast break points. We got back in transition, so there was balance. And a lot of times it was just Aaron Gordon in there, keeping a ball alive, maybe tipping it Bamba out. Bamba kept a few alive. Yeah, yeah. right. But see, but see, you've got those guys that can do that. Well, you've so got wrong, Isaac Bamba. Right? You've got that yeah. length. Maybe you know, maybe it helps you to have maybe a couple of guys. one of those guys in there is going to be able to give you some second-chance opportunities. And you know. Is there a way to do both? Can you have – it seems to me he was kind of drawing a line on the floor, and if you're here, get back. If yeah. you're here, crash the glass. Can you, can you have balance, both? It's a right? Can That's you what have? – you know, he always talks about being organized in everything they do, right? So there's always defensive balance, even when you're in the offensive court, right? Somebody drives, somebody's got to be rotating back, so they've got – um, you know, responsibility to cover if there's a, you know, somebody leaks out or something like that. So there's communication and there's balance so that, you know, somebody drives, you know, Mobamba can, you know, get in there, sneak in there if he's in the area for one. But you're not going to see guys lingering, right? They're not going to be going for steals in the backcourt or yeah, things okay, like that. Right. Once the change is possession, you got to get back Go. and uh, not get let anything over the top. So I think you know again, it's it's all balance. I thought the big number too was keeping them on. I mean, they shot less than forty percent from the floor. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, that was just great. And if they started off, they were at fifty four, fifty five percent. I think six we, of their first nine, as I know, recall, they started out like on uh, on fire. 
and and then to look at the final box score and see that they were under forty percent, that they held Miami to under forty yeah. percent, is that that's a that's a pretty big testament to their well. And that to the second unit, end. I mean, think about the way the second quarter started, right? It it was, was, they went like six minutes or six and a half minutes and uh, had only scored five points, yeah, or something right. like that. So they came in and did a really nice job, and they were on the floor. At the end, I think this group. Somebody asked me again after the game. You know, well, how come Jonathan Isaac, you know, didn't get back in earlier or something? I was or like, Bamba. Well, there was a lot of question about yeah, Bamba, like you said a moment. Yeah, ago. and it's like, well, this this is the guys. You know, they're making it work, right? right. So, you know, I thought Terrence Ross. I thought he was great. Yes, fantastic. even though you know, offensive numbers hero. weren't good, he, he was defensively. Great. He was like he got so many deflections and big steals. The two they, blocks on Whiteside oh, and that yeah. one little stretch was was, was a turning yeah. point. Jonathan, I couldn't see Jonathan that it was Simmons him. You was guys good. had it, but I couldn't see that it was him. It looked like Bamba again, but it was that was that was Ross in there. Yeah. Okay, we're going to be in Boston, so yeah, I, I know you're going to have clam chowder. Is that a soup? Do is is that a does that classify as a soup? No, it's David? a chowder. That's, That's a, a, okay. But a chowder is a soup. No, it's I a think chowder. it's a soup. It's a no, it's a thicker um, no. version of soup. It's a subset. We went through this last year. There are subsets of soup. Chowder, chilies, chilies. No, chili's not a soup. Didn't we decide chili's not a soup? No, chili's a chili. It's a subset. It's a subset. But chowder is not a soup. I'm gonna. I'm looking up chowder. Can you? So if I were to say, if I were to say, what's a good soup to have in Boston? He he technically can't say chowder, right? You'd have to find something else. I would go with a subset of soup, which would be chowder. Hold on. But you want New England, not <laughs> Chowder, Manhattan. I like Manhattan. Too, but you want to know the Wikipedia definition? Manhattan's kind of a soup, though. It's more it? of a soup. You don't eat Manhattan Listen, clam chowder in Boston. They the, don't do it. The right. Wikipedia definition of chowder says it's a type of soup or stew often prepared with well, milk or cream. Well, if Wikipedia said it, then right? it's Then it's true. Some guy at home just typing away. I'm going David Steele. Yeah, that's right. You mean you might need to go on there and update that, David, I think. Can you do that? I think you can do that. Anybody can do that. Yeah, right? I'm going to do it right now. So it, if you can't, so chowder class that satisfies you for for the a good October yeah, for the chowder, good October soup. And how about a how about a good dessert, JT? While we're up there, Philly or Boston? Oh, in Boston, you know we're going to Mike's Pastries, and we are cannolis all the way, baby. The espresso cannoli at Mike's, you can't Damn. beat it. I I'm can't really wait. Up, I'm With a cappuccino as well oh, to go. Oh yeah, and mine will be by the time I order, and you guys get all your stuff. I'll, I'll have already eaten mine, <laughs> and we walk <laughs> back. Two mile walk have, back. Yeah, two no, mile walk back. Yeah, you yeah. guys will carry yours home, but mine will be done by the time. Oh you get no, up. I, 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 I don't too. even get down to what's that mean? That street. <laughs> I get yeah. uh, there, There's a trash can. I throw the tide does and eat his on the way because there's six cannolis in there. That's why he doesn't want it. He doesn't want doesn't anyone want to see that. How many Our got. producer Ty used to. I always like when I eat the cannoli and the powdered sugar ends up all over my all over well, my that's chest. That's a given. That's a given. Yeah, that's, that's gonna always, happen. That's always good. Can, should we bring him? What can we bring him back? Can we bring you something from the you north can bring end? Me any of that back? And I'll gummy be fine. bears would be uh, good for gummy bears. Them, yeah. You got all that stuff in there, bears. and he gets a uh, he gets. He, the only Italian cookies, the stale ones that I you get those. <laughs> I you do. like those. I, I do. don't know why you get those. I don't know why. In addition he's to the, the, he's the one, the black and yeah. white cookies, right? I get black. Like, I get that too. Yeah. <laughs> what I thought. I mean, <laughs> you're the one that doesn't open the box. Oh no, I open the box too. I just don't care <laughs> what great. you guys think. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I don't care. That's great. Well, this is fun. We'll be back at it. We now have the ability to do this on the road, so this is probably the last time we do it from the studio. Uh, we'll be able to do it out and about, but ever? Uh, this ever. is the last time. Not, ever? Well, not ever. We'll be back at it again all right good we'll be back at it here in the studio but great job guys and hey one and oh feels a lot better than oh and one i'll tell you that right now i'm with you Dante. yeah i like it let's keep it going great job and uh we'll keep it going and we'll have another one here in the next week or two months